pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello, good evening, and welcome to One Life Left live from London's Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. And I am Anne Scantlebury. You are, and you exist in the studio right now opposite me at one minute past seven on Monday the 21st of May. This is live. Anything could happen. Oh goodness, and hopefully something will happen. (laughs) We don't have a lot planned at the minute. It's not like the last uh, few weeks where we've been broadcasting our excellently produced GDC shows. They were packed full of guests and so we've almost said you've had too many guests. Yeah, let's, let's set expectations a little lower. Let's take it back. We've got no guests. Zero guests. We've no guests no, at all. No Simon. Nobody, no Simon. Nobody Just from Gamma Sutra. Got no Gamma Sutra. We're not playing any games on air. Uh, we don't have any features. You've not played any games for the last two months. So, welcome to One Life Left. We're a video <laughs> game radio show. We are uh, broadcasting live, as I said, on uh, London. And indeed, the world's best radio station, Resonance 104.4 FM. We're also a podcast, which is now actually getting podcast oh, as thank well. Goodness. Thank goodness the caretaker is back. So you might hear this on a Wednesday. Um, it is good to be back, though, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. You know, I missed Resonance. I missed being here. I missed um, the atmosphere of being here during summer as well. This is the first sort of open window day we've had. It's very nice. Uh, So you may well hear sirens in the background. You may well hear people having a jolly time out on London streets. You could hear anything. You could hear anything. That's live radio. We we make no apologies for that. That's the excitement of live radio. Do you know, in the interim between, uh, since we were here last, I forgot um, which headphones I prefer. Mm. Rediscovered that, though. Also, I've done my hair... Differently, I'm now a little top knot. Yeah, I've done a little top knot, but it turns out that doesn't work very well with the headphones. So I might have to rethink (laughs) my my hairdos and my hair don'ts. Good. So we're getting used to um, what it is to do radio again. Consider this a a warm up match, a practice. Uh, We'll be, you know, we'll be taking next video video. 
We'll be taking next week off the radio to analyse our performance this week. <laughs> and, and then we'll be returning the week after that, possibly with Simon in tow as well. Oh, fingers crossed. How long will he he'll have had? You know, nine months off or something. I don't even know if he's going to remember how to talk out loud. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. <laughs> really, really excited. So thank, thank you so much for uh, tuning into this, an experimental radio show on Resonance 104.4 <laughs> FM. We're taking uh, it back to our roots, really. We are. We are going to have some news, aren't we, in a couple of moments. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Uh, we will have some letters because I saw a couple come in. Actually, we've had a couple during the... Yeah, so we should um, back search. <laughs> yeah, back search our uh, One Life Left accounts. Do we have to do any GDPR stuff? No, because we don't have a mailing list. Maybe we could start one. Like, after, uh, start from now after on, Friday. From now on, if you email us, we will never stop emailing you. <laughs> Let that be known. Um, so we will we will be uh, doing a letter section. We will have a review section, because I have definitely played some games. Some I games started I playing a about. game yesterday, because I thought probably should. And maybe we'll have a bit of a Marioki catch-up as well, because a lot has happened in the world Ooh, of gosh, it has. One Life Left's Marioki. Um, are you all right? I mean, I just had a little hiccup. Yeah, I mean, generally, though, in a sort of... How, oh, how, okay, how's life sorry, been? I thought you were just commenting on the fact that I had a little hiccup away no, from no, the no, mic. No. Uh, pretty good, very busy. Um, so busy, just, so just busy. Just been missing this. Had Obviously had the royal wedding. That was good, it was nice. Went to the royal park. I did, I saw you in the royal park. And had a royal drink. I was drinking cider. You were out of a keg. Everything has changed. on Monday the 21st of May. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Microsoft has announced the Xbox Adaptive Controller. The new controller has been designed to be used by people with differing mobility needs to make playing games more accessible. Xbox's Phil Spencer said in a blog post, our goal was to make the device as adaptable as possible so gamers can create a setup that works for them in a way that is plug and play extensive extensible and affordable. Microsoft has spent years working on this with different gaming charities, including Special Effect in the UK. This is a feel-good news story for our return. It's excellent news. Well done, Microsoft. And I think it's one of the first news stories I've seen maybe ever in video games in which there was 0% snark on the internet. There was no one responding, well, you know... You can't. It's just no, a good. It's no. just a good thing. It looks like a really, really good setup. I, I watched a little video of it um, in use, and so it's got sort of two very large buttons in the middle that can be programmed for different things, um, and and it also has a lot of input, so you can attach different uh, different buttons or various things, and and you can um, use a little pedal on the floor as well. So if you don't have use of your hands, but you do have use of your feet. Yeah, when they say extensible, what they mean is it's got, uh, I think, 16, is it, or more, maybe, mm. uh, um, eighth audio-style jacks, I can't yeah. remember what they're called, um, that just you're allowed to attach whatever you want to this, yeah. this, this deck. Um, and they gave some examples of uh, setups that you could use and showed some people playing games uh, that ordinarily would have been literally inaccessible to them. And it's just such a great move. So well done, Microsoft. 
Cliff Bilicinski studio Bosky has announced that it has closed. The statement put out last week said, Four years ago, I set out to make a world-class video game studio and I hired some of the best talent in the video game industry. They worked tirelessly to produce quality products and while we had our ups and downs, I'd like to think we had fun doing it. The studio produced two games, Lawbreakers, which got positive reviews but wasn't a commercial success, and Battle Royale game Radical Heights, which has done well but Blazinski says was too little, too late. Mm, so balancing a positive feel-good story with a sad story about a studio closer, uh, good luck to everyone affected, of course. Of course. So, But it was coming, wasn't it? I don't know if you've heard anything about Lawbreakers. Well... Cliffy B is one of the video game people I follow on the internet. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I have heard um, quite a bit about it. Like obviously they put in an awful lot of m- work and there was a lot of money put into it and it just didn't quite catch on in the way that I think it needed to to recoup that money. So then they put out an uh, they put out um, Radical Heights almost. It felt a little bit chasing it. Mm. Chasing so th- this loss. is the problem with a uh, studio model which is entirely dependent on multiplayer games Uh, or developing a triple a multiplayer game means that you need to get that install base and you need to get them early and they need to stay and if you don't hit a certain number early on the problem is people log onto the server see there's no one there to play with and then they don't come back Mm. and this has happened with you know other high profile uh, i would guess air quotes, triple A games, things like Evolve, which is a you know fantastic game. We had those guys on the show. Uh, really, really well produced, but just never had the user base in order to make it a sustainable uh, financial proposition. Boss Key and Lawbreakers suffered even more so. You could see there just weren't enough people, and even the people in the forums were going, this is a great game, but there's mm. no one to play it on. You know, look at the negative reviews it got. They were all like, don't buy this because there's no one to play this game with and it's a multiplayer only game i remember um dan marshall talking about this when he put out dun Dun monkeys Monkeys. and he just said it's it's really hard if you can't get people in there and and he was sort of giving away keys trying to get people in Mm. so there were people to play with but yeah if you don't have if you've got a multiplayer and you don't have other people not going to work out. And of course, the uh, their attempt to get in on the battle royale genre, I mean, quite openly saying it's too little, too late. That is the way uh, multiplayer games are all going. I've seen a couple more teased this week. But unless you get that, you know, uh, sustainable number, like, you know, Fortnite or PUBG have managed, then what you'll be left with is hundreds of players, thousands of players. Uh, just waiting for games or unable to find servers and then it stops being fun for everyone involved so yes good luck again to everyone I'm sure Cliffy will be fine won't he he'll be alright PlayStation and Classic FM are putting on an orchestral concert at the Royal Albert Hall filled with video game music. Hosted by game composer and Classic FM presenter Jessica Curry, PlayStation in concert will feature music from games including Horizon Zero Dawn, the Uncharted series, The Last of Us, The Last Guardian, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture and Little Big Planet. The show will be on the 30th of May with tickets costing between £20 and £60. This is all music to our ears. Hey, have you ever been to one of these things? A concert? Yes. A a gathering of individuals there to hear live music. Sounds strange. Crazy. Uh, I have not been to a video Video game game music concert. Sounds great, though. I I started looking up tickets. I was like, I wonder if you... 
Well, you can get, surely you can get press ones. You're press, so... I mean, I'm not very good press. It doesn't matter. You are <laughs> technically... They can't, you know, technically press. You show your E3 press card. Uh, that's, you know, I'll go. Yeah. Will I go? When is it? 30th of May. Can't go. Can't do it. Okay. I'm away. Um, but you could go. Yeah. Well, it it looks like it's going to be really interesting. I, th- I mean, music and games is often fantastic especially the um games that were listed there and there is a special feature to this which i just um wrote down uh so it's going to be the first ever uh, the first event to use an app called on cue which can pump media and content to the audience while the show unfolds wait wait, what does that mean Uh, maybe i don't want content pumped at me i'm I'm just there to listen to some music i mean maybe it'll i sort of was thinking about it you know um Maybe you just have your phone. You've got the app open, and it will just change the color of your screen. So What's it, it gives called? You on cue. E N C U E. Ah, E N C U E. I'm going to Google on cue pump content <laughs> and see what that gives me. That popular battle royale game Fortnite is coming to Android this summer. The game launched on iOS in April in the same 100 player versus player format as the PC and console versions. Epic has confirmed that confirmed that voice chat will be coming to mobile with players able to chat regardless of platform. Epic is also trying to compress the size of the install, which is currently kind of big. What great news. Let's always be battle royaling. Have you played Fortnite? No. Have you played a battle royale game? No, it sounds awful. Why? Why does it sound awful? A hundred other people. Okay, but you don't have to talk to them. Do you not? Well, I mean, you never have to talk to anyone. I just remember Simon saying that he started off naked and you saying that you ended up in a bath. That is true. But... That sounds like a good night out. It doesn't sound like a great game. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've not played Fortnite yet. I did watch it when we were at... Um, when we were at loading, uh, the new loading bar in uh, Shepherd's Bush, when we were there for the Mariaki Live performance that we did for Resonance FM, thank you to everyone who came to that. Um, I watched a couple of hours of Ninja, who's a famous Fortnite streamer. I watched him play Fortnite. It's a very ugly game to watch. Is it? It's very, very sort of run around frantically, build stuff, build stuff, hide, kill someone. You don't really know what's going on. Um, I didn't find it very, very absorbing i did watch it for a couple of hours but i was tired i was just watching it so i didn't have to engage with anyone that's really. reasonable um so if i was going to play one out of Fortnite and pubga mm. which one should i go for well i think you should go for Fortnite because really? well you should go for pubga because yeah. we had um brendan on the radio show and so we have a certain amount of loyalty to brendan yeah but have we ever had nick chester on the radio show Fortnite's PR, who used to be at Harmonix, I think we might have we done. We might have done. He's certainly a friend of um, a friend of ours. So, considering that loyalty split, mm. no Nick a bit better, but Brendan's actually been on the radio show more recently. Um, you, Simon, and I have played PUBG. Yeah. And Simon, I don't think has played Fortnite. Okay. He's had to listen to his son talk about Fortnite a lot. I think you should give Fortnite I a go. Sh- maybe I should give Fortnite a go because that's what all the children are playing, and then all of the adults are going, "All the children are playing mm, it." I think you should do. You should do that. You can play it on mobile as well, apparently. That's what this news story is uh, about. Uh, 
And finally, pop star Ariana Grande performed her new song No Tears Left to Cry on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon using Nintendo Labo instruments. Fallon's band The Roots used the customizable Toy-Con garage software and made a bunch of instruments. The performance, which you can watch on the internet, is pretty brilliant. It's not going to take bands long to realise that carrying a bunch of cardboard around to gigs is a lot lighter than those big, heavy instruments. Uh, I thought this was great, and we'll talk more about Labo later in the show. And Ariana Grande looks like a me. Oh, in in that video? No, she just generally. Generally. I think she looks like a me. When you say that, I feel like you're talking in Mario. (laughs) She looks like a me. (laughs) She does. We're very similar. Very similar. No, she she looks like the Nintendo characters. Yeah. Me. Yes. She looks like one of them, yeah. not several of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought this was adorable and really, really good. I also couldn't help but wonder how much she got paid to do it. Oh, who cares? Loads I thought it was amazing. I really enjoyed it. I hadn't heard that song before. I now really like the song. I now think she's a, an amazing singer. So great. And I don't care for Jimmy Fallon. I don't mm. know anything about him. But now I'm, I would not... I, I, I think he's. I think he's on our list because he did that he? thing with that president. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but okay. So he's on a list, but the on cons- our list. On our list. Yeah. He's on our list. Uh, the concept. Mm-hmm. Very good and very yeah, well executed. Really, really well executed. And it looked like so much fun, and it does make it look like so much fun. I haven't played uh, with Labo yet, mm. but what a great use of it! I am a fan. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. <laughs>
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is a piece of music that I have downloaded from chipmusic.org. It's called Prelude uh, for Nez, and it's by Adam Mills. You can find it on chipmusic.org, like a lot of the music we play on One Life Left, and all of the music that we will play today. Good. Hmm. Hmm. So, what time is it? It's 20 past. This would normally be guest o'clock. Um, should we guest ourselves and ask ourselves what we've been up to in this? <laughs> uh, well, mostly I've been playing video games uh, and doing, doing work, which I can't talk about. Video game related work. So that probably wouldn't make me the best guest. But, what have we been doing with Marioki, Steve? Hmm. Mariaki. So for those of you who are listening to One Life Left for the first time, and Sorry. where have you been? It's 12 years. Sorry. 12 years you could have been being disappointed with us. Uh, we do a thing called Mariaki. Mariaki started six and a bit years ago at Nottingham. Actually, seven. Is nearly, it? Nearly seven what years year ago. What year did it start? October 2011. Uh, and it's nearly, what's that year? Six and a bit, if a bit is three quarters of a year. <laughs> uh, nearly seven years ago. We did a thing called Marioki, or at the time, One Song Left, at Nottingham City, where we rewrote pop songs to be about video games. And then we wrote some more, and then we wrote some more. And seven years later, we have 450 of the blighters, and we do that every every month in London. Uh, Marioki, it's called, at the wonderful loading bar, and we also do it around the world. That was nice timing. Mm, thanks. Nice well, timing. I've been doing this for 12 years. Yeah, uh, so we did it while we were out in San Francisco at GDC. I mean, we literally did it. We did it harder than we've ever done it before. Oh, my God. That was such a good show. So we did uh, Mario Key with a company called Caffeine and another collective called Botnik. We did that out in San Francisco, a huge party, and we had the best time. Where have you been since then? Because I haven't been coming to all of them. So we subsequently uh, did Marioki in Copenhagen, uh, in a pub in Copenhagen. That was great fun. And then we did it in another pub, uh, a bar called Tilt, a game bar in Oslo, which was fantastic. Really, really, really good. Very, very, very busy. And we also did uh, Marioki, as I mentioned earlier, in Shepherd's Bush, London's glamorous Shepherd's Bush, at the brand new loading bar server, there but this was a very special marioki wasn't it oh it was very very special everyone was a rock star because we were playing with a live band it turns out uh that is doing marioki on hard because you don't have um the lyrics tracking because the band's Mm. live can't get the lyrics to track with them so we had a brilliant marioki in-house band press x uh, who are a video game man? They learnt sixty songs for us, <laughs> which is ridiculous. And on the night we played forty of them, uh, based on a selection by our audience. And our audience paid, and we ended up raising loads and loads and loads of money for Resonance of Ham. So thank you all so much for coming and donating. I think we raised about eight hundred quid for the yeah. station, which is great because that keeps us on air for another year. Yes. So that's on you guys. Yeah. That's not, basically your fault from your here. Fault. And, uh, yeah, we had another Marioki gig last Friday. That was fantastic. And we're going out to Nordic Game this week. Yeah, our this annual week. trip out to Malmö. Yeah, Malmö, um, which I've learned to pronounce just in time 
uh, for our 10th visit out there, Great. That's <laughs> which fantastic. is fantastic. Really, really looking forward to that. So, yeah, Mariaki goes from strength to strength, or at least keeps going. Yeah, I don't know if it's ever going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's gone too far now, hasn't it? So, you in Oslo, you were at the Tilt. The game Tilt, bar. the game bar out there. Is that the um, place that you gave us the um, coins for? Yes, uh, I did. I gave you some of the spare, because we were given some coins for being over there. Why did you I did went you to Tilt. You went to a game bar. I did go to a game bar. Okay, how was it? What did you do and what did you play? Uh, so I played uh, the shuffleboard game. Which isn't a video it game. It isn't a video game. It's can, a, can you use it's your a, tokens to play that? No, you've got, okay. you got to right. pay money. It's weird, shuffleboard, isn't it? Oh, it's really good. Mm. Me and my friend Marie mm-hmm. uh, just did exceptionally well. Okay. Just by cheating, <laughs> which okay. was great. Uh, and then we went on to uh, the um, arcade games, and I played... Oh, I can't remember what I played, but one of our friends played um, Outrun, and he got 14th on the leaderboard. Ooh, he did very, 14th. very well. Yeah. What, what medal is that? Um, it's like rusty, <laughs> like rusted iron. It's a rusty fork. It's a rusty fork. Okay, good. Yeah. 14th. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So, did you play anything? Yeah, I did, but I can't remember what it was. I wasn't very good at it. Whatever it They've was. We've got a new fancy Star Wars machine there. Oh, really? Like a weird, bubbly Were you upstairs or downstairs? Uh, was Marioki. Yeah. It's a good question. I was a little confused about the geography of the place. <laughs> I think I, we were upstairs in a separate room that generally is closed mm-hmm. off to one side and really should have been closed off while we were there, to yeah. be honest. Um, it went very, very well. And I think we're going to get invited back to Tilt. Uh, Tilt have said they want us back doing, Great. doing a few gigs a year. So that's exciting. If you're from, if you're from Norway... You are in luck. You're in luck because you won't be able to. Well, you will be able to get rid of us. Just ask Tilt and not, not invite us back. Are we there? Uh, should we do the letters? Let's sort do of the letters. I think I've pulled up. I've pulled up some of them. All right. Uh, which number is letters? You'd think I would have keyed that. No, it's ten. Oh. Thanks for all your letters while we were away. We got two today, but we've actually got a few to yeah, sort of I've catch got, up on. I've got we? one from the archives. Uh, this is uh, hey, Steve, uh, hey Simon, Steve, Anne, and SSG. I uh, thought I'd email you while you were playing your GDC podcast so that you'd have an email to read when you get back. Oh, very that thoughtful. Is very thoughtful. Welcome back. A couple of weeks ago, I signed up for Instagram. I had an idea that every week I would pick a game theme and post a picture every day of a different game that fit that theme. For instance, this week it's Mother's Day here in New Zealand, so I'm posting seven games which feature mothers as prominent characters, etc, etc. Anyway, I have noticed that Instagram has become a game about gaining followers by liking and following other people. It's kind of addictive. (laughs) I, (laughs) I know you've joked about Tinder being a game before, and now I know what you mean. What other apps have you realised have become games even though they weren't intended to be? Thanks for the great show. Maybe I should dedicate a week to games where you have one life left in honour of your show from Peter Peterson. You should do that. Oh, and on Instagram he is Daily Gamer with the E of Gamer being a three. Mm, very clever. Uh, so Facebook's definitely a game, isn't it? It's like an escape room. Like <laughs> everyone's, trying to, everyone's trying to leave, but... You can't. You can't. You can't. Or no one's really found out a, a way to manage that. 
what else is... Uh, Snapchat is super gamified now. Is it? it has... Um, uh, it is has like... streaks thing? Yeah, the streaks thing where you have to keep... Where you have to streak and send pictures of you streaking every day to <laughs> your friends. Points. As I understand. That's not That's it. That's what I've been doing. Oh, I don't sweet. have a Snapchat. No, I'm not a don't. monster. Uh, yeah, so it's like you have to keep sending messages to people every single day and you otherwise you lose your streak. And it's very... Uh, I was listening to something you about have, how Do you have a Snapchat? No, of course I don't. Of course. I listened to a podcast about it. I don't... Which is weird because you are a monster. True. <laughs> it's, just... it's true. It would fit me well. No, I used to have Snapchat and I loved it. And then they did something bad with their privacy um, uh, stuff and I deleted it. And published I Published all the streaking. Yeah, I tried to get back into it and it was just very very confusing right very confusing other apps that are games other apps I mean games are Uh, games are games that's correct Uh, Spotify hasn't really gamified yet oh I listened to um, the Audible app no, Spotify is absolutely a game. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're trying to train the algorithms to give you songs you like. A hundred percent. And also, you're trying to do that and impress your followers by showing, by oh, one of them's online right now. I'll just listen to the cool music. I don't think I have any I'll followers. Switch. I, I'm about to listen to this that I don't want anyone to know I'm listening to. I'll switch into private mode. I don't have followers. I don't do that, obviously, because you know, who cares? There's no embarrassing music. No. But I do know that that exists. Uh. Audible give you badges. I've received a few badges from them. Uh, when I, for example, if I've listened to an audiobook seven days in a row, they'll give me like a weekly badge. Mm. Or if I've listened to a particular type of book, they give you like a history badge or something like that. Uh, so that's. And but, of course, but I don't know. I don't know where I can find my badges. So it's just a surprise thing that pops up, and then I'm like, cool, great. The uh, biggest game of all is, of course, Steam, which you know has gamified the art of having games even more so recently i've shown you i've seen that it updated to show that you can now display certain things on your profile trophies or reviews or things that you're proud of you can grind for badges and then you can destroy those badges and mold them into other things it's all very complicated i don't get it i've got a letter from andy bridge uh, who writes dear team and super special guests you're going to have to figure out which section to put this in well it's going in the letters section Andy as I'd like to submit a review of a game I've played recently the game is called Death Garden and you can either play as a runner who goes around in an area that looks like a forest that's captured in a ruined village capturing these small towers so they can activate a gate and escape or you can play as a hunter who goes around the area shooting the runners until they die I found it really interesting especially the unbalanced nature of it all such as the runners can't kill the hunter but there's five of them also there's a good teamwork aspect that's lacking a lot of multiplayer games these days so that's my short review I give it I can't read what he's written there he's giving it a score anyway I assume it's seven you have to imagine it's seven you'd have to imagine Um, I've actually been recently really enjoying an unbalanced game Uh, I was playing Tesla vs Lovecraft by our good Mm. friends Ten Tons and it seems incredibly poorly balanced but when I say poorly I don't mean that as in it's bad I've really really been enjoying the sort of unbalanced nature of it it feels really really good when you get a weapon that's crazily overpowered and since it's not a multiplayer game it doesn't matter you're just suddenly going around slaughtering everyone and it only lasts for a little bit and it's really really exciting you're like I got lucky now I'm doing this so yeah I've got a lot of love for lack of balance in video games not a balance board though (laughs) good segue assuming your next letter is about balance boards absolutely not (laughs) 
Nobody talks about a balanced board anymore. Hello, team. Hello, SSG. No. Uh, I've recently found myself taking a lot of trains. I've been taking my laptop and playing an hour or so or something. Mostly, I'm still churning through heat signature. It's Mm -hmm. got a satisfying cycle that can be stopped with little notice. What do you play when you're on the move and you've got a chunk of time? Hope you've had a lovely break. Pip, pip, Robert. Well, thank you, Robert. Uh, The game that I play definitively when I'm on the move and I don't know what else to play is Hoplite and I've mentioned that before it remains the best game to play on the move also on my phone still is Picross Galaxy uh, which I have sunk way too much time into we're not finished hold on I can deal with that wait done you any oh sorry one life letters go on um no (laughs) (laughs) no what uh no i don't have a go-to game that i play although i have started taking my switch around with me again as of today so that's uh i will tend to go to my switch but when i was playing p cross on switch oh my goodness i would i it, it's perfect, ideal. I loved it. I would have my Switch with me everywhere. I've been playing it all the time. I really want a new Picross game. Can someone recommend me a new Picross game? Should Picross I just... Galaxy on your phone. On my phone? Yeah, why not? Well, my phone You also take rubbish. your phone with you everywhere. Yeah, but it's rubbish. It doesn't need Switch. to be... Okay, um, I do have a Switch game that I can talk about for that, but I'm going to talk about it in the review but section. Can you so. just highlight it for me when you say, this is a game? This is the game that I was talking okay, about yeah, yeah. earlier. Okay, Good. we'll do. Final letter. It's from a long time One Life Left correspondent Chris Conroy. He writes, Dear Team OLL and SSG... No. He, he has denoted rising inflection because he was sceptical as well. You're back. So great to have you back on air. I missed you loads. I don't have a question for you. I just wanted to say hello. Wish you all the best for the new season if we're still counting seasons. Some mindly interesting content. Andrew Groan has successfully kickstarted his new Empires of Eve book and I'm currently reading Jason Schreier's Blood, Sweat and Pixels which covers quite a lot of ground in Tales from Game Dev Trenches. <coughs> Beg your pardon. Take that as you will. Mind, I'm still waiting on 200 pages on the making of Head Over Heels. Welcome back! Thanks. We're delighted to be back. Stee is in particularly delighted to be back. And is currently recovering from being back. I am really struggling right now. Are you going to be all right? I'm going to be all right, ultimately. But that would be—I don't know—if we were—if we were more um, attuned to what it's like being on radio, that would have been where you filled for a while, rather than just browsing your phone, (laughs) playing on Snapchat, streaking on Snapchat, streaking on Snapchat. All Um, right. Thank you all so much for your letters. If you want to write to One Life Left, and we would encourage that as practice, you can email team at onelifeleft.com. Yeah, that's what you've got to do. All right, let's have a little bit of music while I cough a little bit more and Anne uh, works out what's going on on the internet.
One Life Left, Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest radio station in the world, hosts the longest running video game radio station, radio show. Yeah. It will be a station if we have our <laughs> I don't know if it will. Oh, it will. Believe me, Anne. Okay, I believe you. Anyway, we, we are that. We're the longest running radio show. Uh, you can't the, take that away from us. Not the best, though. We're not the best, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. We're the longest running. We're the longest running. You literally can mathematically prove that. You can't prove that someone's the best. You objective. Can't. Subjective. It is subjective. It's not... Wrong ob- one. Yeah, Sub- the other one. Subjective. Subjective. Whereas Obje- an ob- objective measure of not quality, but Quantity. Length is how long you've been running. And we've been running for ages. Ages, 12 actually. years. Find a, find a video game radio show that's been running longer than us. Can't do it. Do you know if you ask Alexa, maybe I've mentioned this before, but it's been so long it doesn't matter. Do you know if you ask Alexa what the oldest cat is, who the oldest cat is, yeah. she'll tell you. She'll say, it's Krempuff. Mm-mm. Right? And if you say, how old is the oldest cat? She'll say, 59 years. And you're like, that Alexa, that's wrong. It's not possible. If you ask her how old the oldest dog is, she says 102 years. And oh, you're like, she, she's because she knows. Cat years. No, 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 she's not. It's because she knows when the animals are born that are the oldest, but she doesn't know that, <gasps> that they've died. So she thinks it's an ongoing oh, thing. No, Alexa. I know it's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. So if you asked her how long One Life Left had been running, she'd say twelve years. And if you ask her that in a hundred years, she'll say hundred and twelve years. Because we are going to die. <laughs> we are one day. Well, we'll die. Well, well, we'll die, but we'll we won't have stopped being. If you have, if I have my way, <laughs> Resonance will be the longest running video game radio station presented by us ever. Because we won't have died. But I don't always get my way. No. What are we going to talk about? Oh, now play this. Yeah. So I'm. Um, video I, game radio. I thought I had basically ignored video games since um, we came off air. Uh, Not so true. I, so I went through my Twitter because I was like, maybe I tweeted something about games. I tweeted <laughs> twice about video games. Wow. Which is quite a lot. And one of them was about uh, now play this. Um, and what I tweeted was about playing uh, Panoramical on a big screen, which Let's was great. Talk about what you saw at now play this. So we saw Panoramical. Yeah. Seen it before, but. On a big screen. On a big screen with a really nice uh, controller. Twiddling knobs. Oh, twiddle all those. Twiddling knobs in the knobs. dark with panoramical. Yeah, with your friends on some bean bags. Honestly, it was like being in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Were you watching Friends? <laughs> Did you have a Rachel? <laughs> I was the Rachel. No, I definitely wasn't. Um, I'm yeah, Chandler. that was. <laughs> Chandler 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 <laughs> I was Chandler uh, So what else did we see? Um, so maybe we should explain what Now Play This is Now Play This is a video game exhibition Exhibition of playful content Curated uh, by Matheson Marcol 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 Chandler Chalet, Cliff Blitzinskay. Maths and Marco. 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 Anyway, um, they put together this video game exhibition at Somerset House. Uh, it's playful stuff, basically. And some of it is, uh, well, most of it, I would say, is fringe game content that people would mostly not be aware of. Nicely experimental. 
that how you would put it? That's how I would put it. Okay. Um, so played the big panoramical. Played the game where... So it's multiplayer. You've all got your... Dif- there's different games that you play. Um, and you've all got your controllers to try and play the game. So then you've got... Um, there's a master controller, which basically... Um, that person is basically DJing with what the game controllers do. So it's... Ex- so, for example, if you're trying to uh, drop some things down, it will expand it so that uh, the things that you think are going to drop next are now much further away. And so you can't drop them next, and they're basically messing with you. So you're trying to work within moving parameters. And I found that very fun. It doesn't sound very fun, but it is very fun. And also it's very frustrating. Um, what did you play? I played uh, Dan Hett's very moving game about his brother Martin, who was killed in the Manchester Arena bombings earlier this year. Uh, actually, last year, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, I thought that was a phenomenal piece of work, like really, really interesting. Um, I also played the feminist car driving game. Yes. I've forgotten what that's called. Me too. Can I, what it's called? No, it's not called that. <laughs> I have also forgotten what it's called. Uh, uh, that was brilliant so what do you do in that uh so it starts off with a little bit of exposition where two uh women characters are talking to each other about how they are not equally paid to the their pay gap game isn't it yeah to their um men counterparts and so they decide well this is never going to sort itself out so let's go on a rampage in a car in a shopping mall and uh steal as much money as we can so you then drive around like a little shopping mall thing uh smashing into stuff before the police catch you it's called lost wage rampage and it's fun Fun. it is fun and that was set up and i saw a young woman sit down and play it uh with her boyfriend and after about 15 seconds, the boyfriend grabbed the keyboard off her and said, that's not how you do it. You're doing it wrong. And I was like, that is a magnificent wow. moment. Very good. Wow. Uh, what I else did we play? I played that Google game. Uh, the Google Maps game where uh, you are shown uh, a s- sort of a grab from um, uh, like a, pic- a photo thing from a Google mm-hmm. Maps car thing. And then you have to try and figure out like by zooming into various things like to get little clues where you think it might be i forgot what that's called it's called something like yeah. locator or you know i want to say it's called grinder but that's but it's something absolutely that's not something it's else different uh and so then you have to uh drop a pin and then you get points for how close or how far away you are and that was a brilliant little crowd game everyone was sort of like chipping in different like oh i know that that is in that it's country definitely one of the most popular games it was really there. good and i would say also probably tellingly one of the games that was uh more known less sort of fringe gamey mm. like that's the thing that's been passed around offices for is quite what yeah yeah it's I've existed it. for years um so yeah it's it's gone viral a couple of times oh. yeah uh enjoyed watching a deer gamble around yes, gta that was fantastic that was great i actually enjoyed watching a young boy making the deer gamble around because he went in different ways and treated it in different ways than I would have done if I was in charge of the deer. He was just like throwing it off things. And was someone in charge of it? Yeah, there, there was controllers. I never saw that. I just watched it as a video. How interesting. I thought it was interesting anyway. Great. Yeah, whatever. And there were, yeah, there were more. It was a really, really good thing, wasn't it? It's good. Yeah. Uh, so well done to Matheson McCall, <laughs> as I understand they're pronounced. As, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah we had a great time 
had ice cream afterwards? Uh, I had breakfast before. <laughs> so now you're up to date on, on what we did during our time off. All right, let's have a, another piece of music. Uh, earlier you heard Logners and Fish Out of Water. This is uh, Just Been Warp Zoned and Ignorance. Video game things can we mispronounce? Pretty much anything. I mean, we can, can't we? I believe we're capable. We had the whole uh, HTC. Viva. Vive. 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 Labo. Nintendo Labo. Mhm. 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 Good. I don't think there's any other way you can mispronounce that. The Sony Pla Plus Station. Plastion. Plastion. The Expo. Xbox is really hard. Oh, Xbone? Yeah. We did Xbone for a while, didn't we? Yeah. Coblops is really a mispronunciation. Coblops? Pubga? Pubga. It's basically, we do this quite a lot, don't we? Yeah, I think we think it's funny. Kotaku? Kotaku. Kotaku? Yeah, we do think it's funny, but then, honestly, we think a lot of things are funny. Sometimes when all you've got is your own voice... We've been doing this for 12 years and, you know, generally for our own, our own amusement. Yeah, I didn't think that was right. It didn't feel no, right when I went to do it. It's not. Do you know what? Do you, you know what? The review I, theme I, on. No, I have a feeling. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a That's review theme. Do it again, do it again. Should we do it again? So do it just, again, do it again. Let me try that track again. <laughs> I literally put that on instead that of the review theme. Of show i have let's let's what how does our review theme go i think it goes like this no i think it's something like (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i really don't know oh wait a second wait a second hold on this isn't all lost um, wait, uh, no, it, we can recover. Can we? We can recover. Wait, can we? Because we just played wait, an wait, error wait. message. 
Wait, wait, wait. I've Instead got this. Instead of one of our themes. I've got this. Good luck. Go. The song reviews intro could not be used because the original file could not be... Someone's deleted us off the resonance computer. This is right. no longer on us. Right. Okay. No. No, this is we're, not on us. We're doomed at this point. Can you log into Drive? Well, I, c- I could, but it'll take us 20 minutes. We've only got 12. All right. So uh, if the caretaker's listening... And he'll have to, to be honest. If you could just start the reviews theme in the background, roundabout, now. So it's the review section. <laughs> Here we are. What have you been playing, Am? Uh, well, I thought not a lot. Then it turns out quite a lot. Uh, but then recently, so uh, I've started playing Night in the Woods. Ooh, that was recommended to you, yeah. wasn't it, by uh, our friend Michelle from Media Molecule? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I downloaded it to play on uh, a f- my flight out to Oslo, and then I fell asleep instead. So I didn't play it then, and so I started playing it yesterday. Um, and it's very good, but I'm. It's very. Uh, it's very good. It's narrative. <laughs> it's narrative led. Uh, and you are a cat, which makes me happy. Okay. And you have different friends that are other animals, um, but they just live not like they live in houses and stuff. Well, cats do too. Yeah, but they uh, walk upright. Sometimes. <laughs> Depends how much they want the food. Uh, so the character that you play is called May, and she is. Oh, she's got an attitude. Has she? Yeah, she has got an attitude, uh, and. Something She's happened. A cat, yeah, so. I mean, stands to reason. Mm. Uh, so she is back in her hometown, um, and I thought at the beginning of the game she starts walking through a, for- uh, a woods, and I was like, "Great, well, this is going to be the rest of the game. Then I'm going to have to get out of the woods." It's the name. Um, got out of the woods quite quickly. Oh, good. Uh, well, there was maybe m- you're just good at it. Though. Yeah, there was much more going on, uh, but. There's something going on with her past which I haven't got to yet, um, and some uh, an uh, an article turned an item turned up on the street, uh, which was a bit weird. But I haven't got to the bottom of why that was there yet either. Um, but also, she plays bass in a band with some of her new uh, some of her old friends, uh, and so, so sometimes you just end up playing bass. Which is quite a nice, like, fun little mini game. (laughs) Uh, So you can just go back to her room and play bass for a little while if you want. I didn't have the sound on because I was playing uh, some of it whilst um, Matt was asleep next to me. Okay. Um, So I don't know how well I was playing. (laughs) But (laughs) as an as an audio producer, yeah. How do you think? um, How do you think people, you know, audio producers on games react to people like you, who are like, I don't need the sound. I'll just. I had the sound on most of the time. It's just when he went to sleep. I'd rather listen to the sound of my husband snoring. He doesn't snore. Just a little snuffle. (laughs) (laughs) That's even worse. No, he doesn't snuffle. Lisa, Lisa snore, you know where you're at. (laughs) Snuffle. I thought you were about to reveal what Lisa sounds like. It sounded like you said, Lisa snore. No. No, Anyway, don't Just a snuffle. Don't talk about it. Uh, So... Yeah, it's very interesting, very intriguing, and uh, the tone of it, I just, it, I don't, I don't know if I'm on board with the tone of it yet, but probably I am, and I think I'm definitely going to go back to it. Well, 17 quid, so I'm definitely going to go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting. Probably I'll end up playing this for a couple of weeks. Seven out of ten. Fantastic. 
Oh, that was quite long. You might need to restart the uh, the theme yeah. if that's going on, Ben. Not sure what point we're at. Oh, I love this bit of the theme. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so I have been playing a few things, quite a lot of things. I've been downloading anything on Switch that gets discounted, and I have played a lot of games that I don't like. Um, some games that I've been really, really disappointed with. Uh, I was quite excited. There was, uh, in fact, I'm not going to say because it, it doesn't. You know, it's not positive. No, to talk if you've about got games. so many games that yeah. you can review, don't review. The I played ones a couple you didn't of like. rhythm action games that I didn't. I didn't really enjoy, um, and I am going to re- review one game that I didn't really like. But that seems more like fair game because it is a bigger manufacturer. Um, but start. Let's start with a game that I really, really did like. Go. Labo. Oh, Le- sorry. Labo. Labo. Uh, Lebeau. Yeah, Lebeau. It is so good. So good that I wrote a mariachi song about it, in fact. Um, which is always a sign that I've enjoyed something. So Labo is Nintendo's weird cardboard game thing. So when you buy Labo, you get a big old box, and inside that box are 20 or so sheets of cardboard, and you fold those sheets of cardboard. Well, actually, you punch parts out of those sheets of cardboard and then fold those parts to make a variety of things. E.g., the simplest thing you can make is a tiny little bug robot. But wait, here's the clever thing. You attach your Joy-Con, your Joy-Kai... You attach your Joy-Kai to either side of this robot and then using the vibration of the uh, the haptic motors inside, you can uh, you can steer the robot. It'll move around. It's incredible. Um, so you basically built yourself a little ro- remote control robot. Um, then you move on to bigger, more complex projects involving multiple sheets of cardboard. For example, you can build a fishing rod, a working fishing rod. And by working, I mean you can then fish into the Nintendo Switch screen and catch fish in a sort of like glorified Animal Crossing style fishing game. Um, There's also a house which acts like a kind of little Tamagotchi so you build a little house around put the screen in there and then using these cardboard plugs you make plug them into the wall so you can do things to the house like fill the house with water which frankly is an abusive thing to do to your Tamagotchi. Um, But it's super, super fun. The best thing, though, is the final thing you'll make, and that is a piano. You build a working piano out of cardboard. Plug your Joy-Kai... Actually, I think it's just one. It's just one. Uh, One of your Joy-Con in there, and um, using the infrared at the back of it, it can tell tell that you're actually playing the piano. And um, it makes sound, and it's absolutely amazing. Make it make the sounds of cats as well. And um, there's loads more you can do with it. Indeed, it encourages you to design your own stuff. So it's got a very, very simple kind of programming language on there, in there, um, similar to Unreal Blueprints. I say similar, I haven't used it yet because I've been too busy building the stuff that they make. And honestly, I don't know when I'm going to get around to building stuff that they haven't told you to build. Um, but even if I don't, I've had... 12 to 15 hours just playing and building with this stuff and it's so full of joy it's con <laughs> kai it's the most um it's one of the most fun and unexpectedly like creative and interesting and satisfying experiences i've had in video games for a very long time i wholeheartedly recommend it it's a solid seven out of ten 
On the flip side of that, I've also been playing, in my spirit of exploring weird things on the Switch, or just things that are discounted. I've been playing a match three game called Boost Beast. And I have been... I've sunk more time into this than I think most video games I've played on the Switch, maybe even including Zelda. Nah, no, no, probably not. I reckon I've put like 30 hours into Boost Beast, which is ridiculous because I am hate playing it. Which you shouldn't do. It's not a positive emotion, is it? But I am. I'm only playing it in the same way as I ended up playing Mario vs. Rabbids, which is just to discover why I'm still playing it and all the things that are wrong with it. Wrong with it. But I do think it is interesting because I think it's part of a new uh, trend, a glut of Switch titles, which are not native developed Switch titles, but they are fast ports from mobile developed um, by people who've realised, holy moly. There's an, suddenly there's millions of people with Switch, there aren't enough games on there, and we could quickly put our mobile title on Switch and just sell it quite cheap, and maybe it'll make some money. That might work. It sort of could work for this game, except for on mobile, the dominant market strategy, dominant business strategy is free-to-play, of course. This is a free-to-play match-three game. It is very much Candy Crush. The twist is that rather than just trying to clear the screen, now you've got these this sort of second screen of little zombies come in and you've got to clear green green squares to kill the green zombies and clear blue squares to kill the blue zombies and uh, you know, you've got to kill a certain number of waves of these and then you complete the level. Which again is fine, it's quite an interesting dynamic except it's rigged up to be free to play now Nintendo do not yet and hopefully ever, will not ever have free to play games on this system so they've got your free to play boosts that normally you would buy for actual cash but here on Nintendo you can just use them But in order to not use them all the time, they have to replenish with time. So basically, you've just got to wait. And I'm on, like, level 130 of this thing now, which is ridiculous, because I haven't been enjoying it for a long time. But I'm still playing it, because, like, all match three games like this, it's slightly addictive and easy to play. But the only way you can complete the levels I'm on right now is not through any kind of strategy. There's never any kind of strategy in these games. You're just chaining things and waiting for good chains to happen. You've just got to use your boost and then wait for the boost to refill. Or just play again and again and again until you win. And so that's what I'm doing, and I don't know why. And at some point, this I'll break out of this match three reverie and go, what? why did I sink 40 hours of my life into this game? It is pointless. It's an absolute, It's in its purest form, it is a waste of time. 7 out of 10. Great, glad to be back. Reviews theme over with, and show almost over with as well. Yeah, we've got to get out of here sharpish because there is... Something happening. Show. Something happening after us. Live show after us. Um, but I've, I've enjoyed being back. I think it's been an up and down show. It's been good to get back into the swing of things. It has. I think we've basically been quite good at talking, but maybe not at saying the right words. That's fine. That'll come next we'll time. Work. We've got a week off to review. <laughs> we will. We'll review at length. Take this apart. We won't. We won't. We'll just turn up uh, in a couple of weeks, do this all over again. Hopefully we'll have Simon with us and a guest. Yes, a super special guest. But we will see you uh, in two weeks. We won't see you. I mean, unless you Snapchat us some photos of you streaking. Then we'll definitely see you. Until then, we've been One Life Left. See you. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) 